Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. You said that this could happen, and it's happening. Field Yates reporting the Cowboys restructured the contracts of uh, Dak Prescott and Zach Martin. Mm-hmm. So it creates nearly $30 million in cap space. So that's uh, that's a big move for them as they obviously have to add some pieces. And one name that, that could be on their list who, I mean, they've been connected to forever is Odell Beckham Jr., who's having a workout, and there's teams that are going to come watch him. One of the teams are the Giants. Find that interesting, Bart? Not at all. Remember, that was the report when he was considering coming back. Yep. The Giants need a number one receiver. Yep. The reason why I think the Giants might be a mistake is the fact that Odell Beckham isn't a number one. The Giants need a number one. True. But if you're the Giants, do you want to go against Odell Beckham? So do you sign him in hopes that now Dallas can't get them, so now they, they can't hurt him? So, I mean, it's one of those things, because you know how desperately Dallas needs a receiver opposite of uh, CeeDee Lamb. Now, they thought that Gallup was going to be that. We don't know if he ever get back to form after coming back from the uh, ACL surgery from the year before. So it could be something that if you, if, you, if you create some more salary cap space that Odell Beckham might look real good as your number two. And I just wonder if the fan base would be receptive to Odell Beckham and if they are receptive to Odell Beckham, can they handle him not being the Odell Beckham that they remember? Because it's impossible for him to be the OBJ that he was before the knee injuries and all the um, other injuries that he has on top. Yeah, I mean, that's the main thing you need to see. Now, he's put out videos like all these guys do, showing him doing a lot of athletically impressive you know, things. But You, you know uh, Sean oh, no. Claude Van Damme is, my, is one of my favorite guys. Yep. And um, to, 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 to quote Bodo, Bodo Yin, or or Bruce Lee, boards don't hit back. Right. So you can run your routes on air and give me all that stuff. That means absolutely nothing, brother. Yep. Yeah. Well, again, but it's an interesting and, and what a scenario that would be, right? A little homecoming. Does New York uh, want him back? I, I need the people to call up. I need the Giants fans to get off their ass, to push the button. Do you want OBJ back? And should he have been Could gone to begin with? Could he that's, help? That's the whole thing. 800-919-3776. Yeah, I you know, is, is there is I want to know is there because Odell really does kind of have his own uh, vibe about him, right? And and like everything he does tends to get headlines and attention. And that, like it, that might have been something three, four years ago. I just don't know if he has that same cachet now that he's not. Is he box office? So for you, if I mean, he, he would, <laughs> if he comes back to the Giants, or is it one of those things for you that you're like, oh, this is amazing, I love it, or do you not really, you know, is it like is he not really that guy anymore? Well, that that deserves that kind of coverage well, um, and attention because he at, at one time I mean remember like he he was well, you know one of the biggest names in the sport well not one time last time we saw him he was on his way to becoming the MVP of the, well, Super, the Bowl. Super Bowl yep mm-hmm. he was putting on a show enough show so I don't know like it, just the thing right like people think that he can't come back but Thomas Davis famously had three ACL surgeries. And him and Luke Keekley was one of the best tandems in all of football. When you talk about from a linebacker standpoint, he played a lot, uh, you know, a lot longer um, than people expected him to play after coming off of three ACLs, which nobody had ever came back from. Now this is an ACL on the same knee, so let's see. I think he did a good job with. Um, I think he did a tremendous job in just 
staying under control and understanding that, listen, why come back to be a rental if somebody's not going to invest in you long term and come out there and risk maybe tearing the knee up again because it was too early. Now, this is, what, three months, three, four months later. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, he was talking about coming back in January. This is three more months that his knees has, has an opportunity to heal. So maybe he's not what he was, but maybe he's a little craftier. You know, like guys like Anquan Bolden, guys like Heinz Ward, Got guys like Larry Fitzgerald, when yep. they became older, they still were as effective because they understand how to run routes and he'll still be deadly coming off uh, coming off the slot. All right, 800 We've got a lot of calls stacked, racked, ready to go. We're going to get to those momentarily. But as we're talking the football side of things, let's go, you know, again, just, just kind of drift back to the Jets conversation here because – um, Twitch is, is delivering a lot of content for us today. And one of them involves Sauce Gardner and his account. And Sauce was talking with Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson on his Twitch account about Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And they were getting a little giddy. Take a listen. We got G5 over here, man. Not only is this the first time we burning the cheese here, this is our first time lighting a fire pit in it. It ain't going good. We outside right now. Hey, hold on, hold on. Let me get the camera. Let me see. How would y'all feel if A-Rod was on, was on the offense side of the ball, man? First of all, throwing you docks. Handing you the ball or throwing you them swing routes, them wheel routes. They're going to open it up for me. So they're going to be scared of them. Boom, hand me off the ball. We smooth. Super Bowl. That's easy. How would you feel getting them docks, though? Man, I just know it's going to be precise. It's the okay. main thing I think about I think about A Rod, so <laughs> gotta do it. Hey, come on, hey, hey, I need this touch, bro. I need the touch, touch of the cheese. Hey, when this going in, this gonna turn the cheese sauce. Come on, damn, damn, let's go. Can I just say it's kind of cool to see three young stars hanging yeah. out together in the offseason? That's number one. That it shows that there's definitely some, you know, a, a chemistry. There. Number, number two, how giddy they sounded about. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers potentially playing so, uh, for them with Zach Wilson. Maybe was he in the kitchen going, "Guys, I'm right here." No, nah, no, nah, everything is saying. No, nah, like, they, they, no, nah, they, nah, they telling Zach, "Don't worry, baby, your time to shine is in two years, baby." And when you come in, listen, we gonna play, we gonna play ten years together, Zach. You just need to go ahead and you, you ain't ready to eat yet. You know, we gotta put you in there. We gotta, we, we gotta cook you a little bit longer. And here's the thing, right? For all the people out there, Rodgers this, Rodgers that. Did any players get giddy like this when Derek Carr was under consideration? Did they hand around and hold a bonfire for Derek Carr? Did they go in there and go into a dark place to symbolize the black hole to try and manifest the fact that they want Derek Carr? No. No. These are two of your best offensive players that are excited because guess what? They had a joint practice. They were out there with A.A. Ryan. They got the opportunity to talk to him. It's pictures of them looking at Aaron Rodgers like they were looking at like their hero. Which probably he are he is some of those guys' heroes because he's been a bad man when they were young and impressionable when Aaron Rodgers was the best football player in all of football. He was Patrick Mahomes for a long time. And he, listen, he got four of those things. Patrick has two. And Patrick may pass him. But the but the players that's in the league now are accustomed to seeing Aaron Rodgers play at the highest of levels. Right? So for everybody out there that has concerns, if if he's able to make your young players giddy like this, what do you think he's going to do when he actually comes inside of the locker room and he's able to see that energy and able to teach these guys his offense? No other quarterback that you bring in right now can teach them this offense as fast, can get these guys on the same page, and also be able to make the the nuance um, the nuance type of changes and audibles. 
Like, you bring another quarterback in here, they don't know this offense to the depths that he knows to be able to get out of bad plays and good plays. And he also, at the same time, can help teach Zach Wilson these plays faster. Not by having to talk to him, by simply listening to Nathaniel Hackett and, and Aaron Rodgers have conversations in the quarterback room. It's so, as simple as that. So with that in mind, let's let's listen to a little more Giddy, led by Sauce Gardner, uh, basically talking to Aaron Rodgers about, let's go, let's get on this team, let's make this happen. Where A-Rod at, man? Where A-Rod? Let's make this happen, man. This is me talking now. I ain't playing no games no more. You see it in my face. I need you to lock in. I need you to come here so we can win the Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> don't even play no more. You've been playing a little too much. Hey, just chill. If you were Joe Douglas, how do you feel about this? Are you Do you like it, or are you like, guys, 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 dial it down. Let's not do No, this. no, th- this, is, this, is the, this is the way that this, this generation communicates. Oh yeah, they it's they true. communicate through their channels, right? They're all trying to grow their channels, right? Right. Because mm-hmm. now uh, Twitch is a platform, much like YouTube, where you can make a lot of money by having people subscribe to your Twitch channel. It's for the gamers, and it's also for people that want to be able to put out their message. So this get used to this because no, more players are going to start really promoting their Twitch channels because it's a it's subscribers base and it's an opportunity to be able to you know, create a, a huge following and be able to monetize it. So get used to that. 800-919-3776 is the number. Uh, let's go to Kim in Harlem. Go ahead, Kim. Good afternoon. I love you. Now listen, I am a fan of Rogers. I love him. He's a bad man in a good way. But my concern is this, his mental. My concern is Jets slash Nets, Kyrie, Aaron Rodgers, talent extraordinaire. There is no doubt. It's the mental. Mm. That's why I'm worried. I love it that the young players want Rodgers and damn well, because he's excellent. But it's the mental. Will he flake out on us? So, Will so he be another Kyrie? Help me. Question. So, 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 Kim, ask yourself this. That's another fan worried about that. But, but, Kim, ask yourself this. I will ask you this. How many games has Aaron Rodgers not showed up to in the last half a decade, meaning the last five years? How many how many games has he missed because he's a wacko? The problem is this is New York. This is not Wisconsin. See, the but listen. Is the media. I'm, I'm playing. It's, it's not like that. Hey, hey Ron ain't concerned. To New York, the media alone, alone. And he seems to be a bit sensitive, you know? I'm worried about that. His talent is there, no question, no doubt. I'm worried about his mental. I don't. I don't think what you have the word. Listen, he's been on a big platform for a long time. He may not have the same coverage that he will have here in New York, but he's a guy that knows how to manipulate the 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 media. He knows how to answer the questions. He knows how to get through a press conference and say say things and have a conversation without answering any of your questions. Like he's smart that way. He can. You can ask him a question. He's going to answer it the way that he wants to. He's not going to fold under the pressure because he's been under the spotlight for so many years that I think, listen, this is a veteran coming in. He's not going to blink about somebody asking him some questions. If anything, he's going to come off as arrogant and smug, but he doesn't have to answer, answer the question at all. So I don't worry about A.A. Ryan when it comes to handling media and being able to have to talk every day. It's amazing, Bart, that the, the, bigger, the biggest concern for fans – and maybe it's because the Kyrie stuff is so fresh. Mm-hmm. Is that the like we've had a couple of calls already? 
It's not nobody has said a thing about it. he can't play. It's even that guy Bill. He he was saying an old guy, but you could tell what his issue was. I don't like him. I don't like his politics. I don't like his his mannerisms, his attitude, how snarky he can be, how highbrow he could be. He's very patronizing. Like, yeah. and it's hard like he's to the like man in the room. Exactly, and so you understand that. And then we just had the Kyrie experience, and you asked the right question. I don't know if she understood, but Kim really knew where you were going. You said, "How many games did he miss?" Right. Kyrie would take time off. Kyrie just didn't want to play sometimes. Kyrie's we're going to get to him by the way cuz he also went on Twitch and you know started doing Kyrie things again. And that's the stuff that makes you cringe as an organization cuz it's like dude like play. Like play. And Rodgers might have things he likes to do in the off season. He might have things he likes to promote that are a little different. Now, yeah. none of us, you know, a lot of us don't agree with his whole immunization thing, right? I'm immunized, you know, all that stuff. But a lot of people like, communicate. Like, there are people like that in the world. Take a shot. But he doesn't ever let it affect his football. And I think that's the difference. So I just think we're, we're still, the Kyrie stuff is still fresh in New York. And I think that's part of the problem. But let's get more calls 800 919 3776. Because Purnell in Connecticut has the opposite emotion about Rogers, don't you, Purnell? Burnell, damn it! Come on, man. We waiting for you, Pete. Down. I think he on the other end talking to somebody. No, no, he was listening to us. Okay. Yeah, he was listening. He just didn't realize. All right, so we'll come back to you, Pete. Let's go yeah. to Jizon. Who? John. Oh, John. Yeah. I just, John, what's yeah. happening, John? From the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, hey guys. How you what doing? up? First time uh, caller, long time listener. Appreciate um, it. I've been a Jeff fan my whole life. I haven't smiled watching the game since uh, you, Bart, said let's go and can't wait versus uh, the Patriots after beating them in Foxborough. Love it. Um, I got a two, two-step two question for you guys. One is um, Rodgers coming to New York. I don't I don't buy what Kim, what, what Kim is saying. I think, yeah, he has his craziness, but I think in New York he should be fine in a new um, scenery and everything should be fine. Do you think that they are – contenders, Super Bowl contenders with him? And if not, do you see anyone else coming with him? I mean, I think he's a Great bit question. of a package deal. I, I believe that if he, you know, there's been reports that maybe he might, you know, he's got to make adjustments to his contract. Now, he only counts like $18 million against the cap. So that's not going to hurt you as far as being able to go out and acquire talent. And it's not going to take a first-round draft pick. We don't believe that. So you can go out and you can either go address the safety position. They can cut Jordan Whitehead and save $8 million and maybe go out yeah. and still draft the, the, the safety from um, from Alabama, which would be an upgrade. So now you have Chuck Clark, who played at a high level for the Ravens. And then you also mm-hmm. – I believe that Alan Lazard is a package deal because I believe that you cut really? Corey Davis and saved $15 million. You know, Alan Lazard is, is still that big, um, rangy um, receiver that can stretch the football field with a huge catch radius that's kind of different than, than, than Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore. He can help you in the run game, and also he can help teach you the offense as well. I've heard reports that Beckton looks amazing, that he's lost not yeah, a little weight. Pictures. He's lost a ton of weight, right? He's posting and letting you know, but you still want some some security, right? Because you got Dwayne Brown. You don't know if you can count on him for a full year. You're probably going to let uh, Fant walk. So I think they may go out and they still may draft, use that first-round draft pick to draft the kid from Georgia just to give you some insurance in case Beckton's not ready to go. So now if you talk about a great offensive line, I think Brees is going to come back just fine. He's a young guy 
we've seen guys come back from the um, injury. I know for a fact they were in the runnings last year to um, to try and acquire Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is available. I think he may only cost you $5 million. So I, I think that Joe Douglas has a plan, and they're putting that plan together through the draft via free agency as well. But I think they're about to clear a lot of cap space to be able to be in a running for some of these pieces that's going to fall. Now, mm-hmm. we just saw that Brandon Graham just got signed um, to a one-year deal. He only took a $6 million deal. He's made a ton of money. He's 36 years old. He had 11 sacks last year. But the fact that they gave Brandon Graham uh, a, uh, a a contract uh, for one year and is letting uh, Big Play Slay uh, seek a trade because yep. they must want him to try and take – a pay cut Less because money. his right. cap number is 26. He's probably saying, I'm not doing nothing, so y'all just got to cut me. So they're, they're letting him go out there to kind of search and see if they can get. Tells me that maybe, just maybe, a guy like Fletcher Clocks may be out the door. And, you know, understand, Joe Douglas was in Philadelphia. You need a fat boy opposite of Quentin Williams, and maybe you can get a guy like Fletcher Cox to come here for a one-year $10 million deal. And then that kind of solidifies you in the offense, defensive line, which is a be a huge upgrade, you know, from um, Sheldon Rankins and Solomon Thomas. So like these are all these little moves that now you can make because you assume that you can get Aaron Rodgers and you can clear space to build a super team around him with guys on one year deals that's going to expire next year or the year after. And that's one of the things that the, 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 the remember the we did this. Remember we did this. We brought in yes. Santonio Holmes. You, we brought you, in Braylon Edwards. Right. Yeah, we brought in Trevor Price. We brought mm-hmm. in Jason Taylor. These are all guys that saw we were building something. I said, hey, I'll go play here for a year because it looks like this team could could shake some stuff up. And, and and remember, you know, one of the things off that 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 Twitch thing that the kids were were part of, with uh, obviously with uh, Sauce and and Brees and and uh, Garrett Wilson, was they were tossing out like. Like what were they saying about how the, the there's going to be deals. Uh, package deals, right? That there's yeah. more more coming, and you know that's something so that, that suggests, also that suggests that maybe who knows back the yeah, already said could it's come a package over. deals all over. I can't tell y'all who, but yeah. just know. So just ask like who who is who is he linked with, right? And if he gives up money and they decide to spend that money, you got guys like back the that could come over and give oh, you offense line help. Remember, and that's he Rogers was his guy, right? His, yeah, and remember, guy. remember, remember, Rogers was talking about that. He needed Tunyon signed. He wanted, you know, certain guys signed if he came back there and they, they didn't give him those guarantees. So what mm-hmm. if he brings back the Aria back and you know, I know he hasn't been healthy, but remember, Trent Williams got paid one dollar more because he was the highest paid guy at that position. And if he's willing to restructure and stuff like that, maybe he'll do that for the right to be able to play with Aaron Rodgers because he wants to try and have a chance to win a championship. So when I hear package deals, I think about the people that are tied to Aaron Rodgers that may be um, not a member of the Green Bay Packers if they're going to do this full-on rebuild. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Bar, we had some hockey last night. We had some drama last night with the hockey. You know, we did. I've been you saving had, all my energy. You had Patrick Kane score his first goal with the Rangers. They had a nice win. The Islanders had a comeback win. Uh, over the Penguins and uh, Brendan uh, Brendan Burke had an unbelievable call on the uh, the game winner. I happened to, to catch it while I was in Sacramento. I, I was just watching the end and the call was fantastic. But anyway, so big wins there. And the Islanders are uh, celebrating their 50th anniversary season and that continues with celebrations and giveaways all season long at UBS Arena. ESPN New York wants to make you part of this historic season, so enter to win two free tickets to see the Islanders face off against the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're uh, on March 21st. Just download the ESPN New York app, scroll down to contests and submit your entry. For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. Be sure to visit NewYorkIslanders.com for, for team news, tickets, and more. And catch every Islanders game live on the Islanders stream. Heard only on the ESPN New York app. All right, Bart, so we have lots of calls. 800-919-3776. We will get to them, so everybody stay patient. But right now, it is time for us to let the headline makers do the talking in the segment we like to call Audio Files. The Audio File. All right, see, that timing was elite. I think Jake's finally got it. I think Jake was finally got, got it. Got him all coached up. We got him all coached up, B. That was that was that was Barton Hahn on the national network level timing. Perfect. Well done. See, now I'm fired up. Now I'm excited for this. Coach me, coach. So let's begin with something that I I, I want to get your take on this because you're a big motivational speech kind of guy, right? Like you mm-hmm. love that stuff. And we get that all the time on social media. You get somebody comes in and they'll talk with a team and they'll give them a fired up speech, and it's great. Well, Rick Carlisle, the coach of the Indiana Pacers, uh, happened to come across 50 Cent. And he asked him to come in and, you know, have a chat with his Pacers team. Fitty. And so here's here's Fitty trying to uh, fire up the Indiana Pacers. I love you, man. Did I tell you I love you? <laughs> Do you feel like you need to be loved? You understand they want to be competitive at the, the game. Right? <laughs> right? This is not a game. This is very serious. Yeah. This is real life. How you feeling about that, Bart? What? <laughs> Man, he would have did better going there rapping one of his songs. Hated the love with the underdogs on top, and I won't stop till my like. Come on, man, you that's the best you can go. Are you uh-huh. high? You smoking that high, Sheena? <laughs> he up there this- like Sam's on the top of the roof 
with uh, Crazy Joe. You smoke crack, don't you? Don't you smoke crack? I'm saying if you want to kill yourself, do it expeditiously. What the, the hell is what the what the hell? You love yourself? What the hell is that all, man? Do it expeditiously. Like when he would have walked he used out. To call me Crazy Joe. Now right. he called me Batman. When he would have walked out, if I was Carlisle, I would look at his team. I would say, "Look, y'all, you look at me in the eyes. Everybody looking." Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> the best part, though, of the video I want to reveal to people is that he was wearing a New York hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> he had a hoodie, a black hoodie, had the New York across the chest like a Knicks New York emblem. <laughs> so, anyways, just thought I, I I wanted the and he had a Yankee hat. That's right, he had the Yankee hat on too. Right. So, anyways, just well, I, I want to get your take on on just the the effort. Or lack thereof. What in the heck? Like, yeah, I mean, tell me you didn't have nothing <laughs> inspirational to say without nothing. telling me. I mean, he had geez. nothing to give him. He had nothing to give him. All right. Anyways, we I know got there was shot. We we know <laughs> we know there was emotion uh, as the Grizzlies and the Warriors, you know, faced off, and it wasn't a game. Um, but there's a lot of smoke between Dylan Brooks and Draymond Green. So on TNT with Jared Greenberg, you remember yesterday we played you Draymond, kind of, you know breaking down all the things that Dylan Brooks had to say about him and clap back. Well, Dylan Brooks had a message for Draymond Green. What was the message that you had to Draymond? That's what I do. I talk. And, you know, I told him, I told I, I told him that, um, you know, keep that mic, keep that mic. He's better at the mic than pooping. You know what I'm saying? So keep doing his podcast, keep blogging, keep doing his thing off the court. You know, it's cute. It's fun for him. Yeah, you know. Here's, here's the problem. He had more rebounds than you, more assists than you, mm-hmm. and more points than you. So if he's trash, what the hell are you? <laughs> well, they won. so that It don't matter. Won. He's won there four championships. Moment, there was a moment in the game where Draymond, I guess they got kind of face-to-face. And, you know, Dylan he Brooks was fouled was, a like, lot. Put, he, has, oh, he was no, like no, putting no. his armpit. No, J- no, no like, Jacob. No, no, you ain't hear this. Jacob just dug him here. He had 15 what? and 16 shots. Okay, no. Jake. Now, but he still he still got a messed up left hand that probably is going to require surgery. That's the heart and soul of that team, man. Don't be disrespectful. You understand James. that he's always going to defend Draymond Green, right? Always. I'm not defending Michigan State. I'm not. No, defending he was going. No, he was going at Dylan Brooks. I'm going at Dylan. I mean, you can't be talking trash and you uh, oh, oh, yeah, okay, put 15 okay, points okay. up in 16 had, shots. Okay, you're right. I had this all messed up. Okay, I apologize, Jake. I thought you was coming at me, Jay. I apologize. Oh, no. never mind. Never mind. All right. So, anyways, there was a little altercation, right? Like a little bit where Brooks was trying to goad him into a tech. And so here's Jamin in his post game talking about that little back and forth. I get technical fouls when I want to get a technical foul. I don't get baited into technical fouls. And so I think that's probably the difference in between me and him. If I do that to him, it'd be a double tech because he'd respond. But it's not a double tech because I didn't respond. You know, so one of us are baitable, one of us aren't. And that's just kind of how it goes. Well, I mean, Draymond is the master at baiting. So, I mean, he can he can be he can be goaded into one too. But listen, you you're trying to do something that's somebody else's specialty, right? And you're getting out of character. So, listen, it's it's just tough. I understand you want to try and knock off the champs, but it's certain lines that just ain't your line until you do something. You know what I mean? Grizzlies maybe, are so thirsty to me. That's what's bothering me now. They right, went from being that fun team that you see played hard and had something going, and then they just became way too damn thirsty. Like, show some – like, it's all right to be respectful. Damn. 
right? Is, like, it's all right to, to be respectful to those who have already accomplished it and you're trying to get where they are and you're going to give them everything you got. But to, like, to go that route and to go that level, it makes them now less likable than they were maybe a year ago. Right, right. And, and then the fact that, okay, even if they beat Golden State this year, I don't think they have enough without Steven Adams being healthy and to Josh win a championship. Problems. Right, to, to, yeah. to, to, to win a championship. So yeah. even if you beat Golden State, they've been to the finals, what, five times, six times, five times? They got four championships. It's true. Anyways, so last but not least, I really want to get to this. Kyrie and Dallas has not been a great success out of the gate. I think they're two and six now when he and, and Luca play together. Luca now is hurt. He's going to be out a little bit, although the MRI showed that it's not major issues. They're just going to get it right. So that's a at least a sigh of relief. But it has not worked out great. And in a loss uh to the Pelicans, Kyrie was, you know, in New Orleans and they were he was close to the fans and and people were yelling stuff to him. As you we saw this, that went viral telling him things, and he's like, you're going to tell me how to play basketball. You, you're going to tell me how to play basketball. What can you tell me? And then a fan was like, can I tell you what you shouldn't post from Amazon? <laughs> like, Which was a pretty good line. It must have set him off because <laughs> after all this, and Kyrie had been fine in Dallas. It had been quiet. It had been good. You know, he's playing. He's been fine in the post game. But then he went to Twitch, and he started to go off on – fans talking to him on media and all the narratives about him take a listen kai what's kai gonna do this summer does kai like dallas what happened in brooklyn what happened in boston what happened in cleveland why did you leave lebron why did you leave jason why did you leave katie why did you leave all these people for three hours get to ask all these legitimate questions as if 21 hours every day wasn't happening after that. Me, you would think that I'm the cancer in the locker room as if basketball is an individual sport that one person is supposed to take blame for. It's 15 guys on the team and I'm, and I'm the one cancer in the room. That's what it's portrayed as. That's what, that's what you guys get. That's, that's what they have fun doing. That's what, why, why these older, bitter gentlemen and women keep my name in their mouths every day. There it is. See, the end part to me is really what you could tell by the older, bitter people. Like, we're bitter. It's funny I was just bitter about you. <laughs> but Bart, never mind everything he's saying, because at this point now, this is the stuff he's going to do. Right. What's your level of concern if you were the Dallas Mavericks about this happening and he's only been there for about three weeks? I mean, it's zero for me because I believe that they look at it as a win-win for them. Uh, they understand that their star was was frustrated and he wanted them to make a move. They made the move that he wanted to make, but they can get out of the move because they can flip him at the end of the season or the end of the you know next year, and they can trade him to where he probably wants to go, which is the Lakers. Or they can try and flip him to um, to the Phoenix Suns. So they're going to be able to get something in return for him. So this was a one-year rental pretty much for them to kind of satisfy you know, Luka Doncic. And sometimes you need to play with somebody to realize that you don't want to play with somebody and say, okay, Luka, we can do better. We can do something else. But we tried, and it didn't work to make their superstar, their generational talent, 
happy because I get concerned that Luka's going to get frustrated that he can't never win there and they're incapable of putting a team around Mm -hmm. him that can win and make some serious noise. I get concerned that Luka Doncic may become Dame Dollar, the best player that we watch in the regular season that has no chance in making no real noise in the postseason. It is something to watch in Dallas when it comes to Luka. There's no doubt certainly about that. But the the Kyrie thing – it's now reached that point where he just seems like he's a really unhappy guy. And he almost fakes happy. But then what what you could tell is when he does have these moments where he just starts to, you know, snap back at people, it's a he has a a great frustration with criticism. He really does. He ha- he can't handle it. And it's it's like he just seems like a really really sad person. And the divorce part is is I don't think he even notices or recognizes or understands his role in his own sadness. It's everybody else's fault. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's funny, man. Like when you listen to some of the some of the catchphrases, yeah. like Jive Turkey, like you can take some <laughs> of the sayings from like you know what I'm saying? Like now, like right now, you know, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be like people gonna like our kids gonna be like, oh, remember we used to say no cap? Like right. so you got no cap this year for this one. Yeah, you, know, you got you know, cold cold busted. Yeah, you know I mean everything <laughs> like, was like cold. You know- uh, yeah, or straight, right. cold, cold busted, straight. Right. <laughs> that ending part of that song, I once had it memorized. I can't remember all of it now, but there was a time where I could say the whole damn thing. Right? Yeah, man. I took for every piece of Julia I ever bought you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's gone. Yeah, that's that's how Tiger did his girl, baby. Yeah, you going on a trip? You hey, going on you- a trip, baby girl? <laughs> Hey, hey come, pack your bags. Hey, come meet just me. Just me? Go, nah, yeah, I'm going to meet you there. I'm going to meet you there. I'm going to meet you there. You're going to Dubai <laughs> to meet with the Sultan of Saudi Arabia. We're going to go over there to the to the golf course. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiger said, yeah, yeah. Don't ever call him no more. Uh, here's all the stuff you came, the hockey bag you came with. It's been real. <laughs> the hockey bag. The hockey bag. Right. And then she comes back and, like, you always say, when you know your code doesn't work at the door, you know you got to trade it. She can't like, even get in the gate. Forget the color. But, but forget you. We go. And if you scale, and you, and listen. If you try and scale the walls and climb over, I got electric fence now. Hey, that was cold, man. That that's one way to do it, though. Listen, listen. I don't she know why. She couldn't take t- a hit, right? He yo, was probably he's trying to get her to leave. Yo, she wouldn't leave. She yo, wouldn't take the hit. How the hell would he keep finding the these women? You talk about entitlement. Perfect. You think you think that if we break up, 
you get to live in a house with me in a house that I bought for five years? Uh-huh. What in the whole hell? And now you think you're going to sue me for three, three, $30 million? Please. And you think you're going to get a book deal to talk about how my stroke game is and what I yeah. like to eat and how mm-hmm. freaky I like to get in the bed? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to lift the NDA. Yeah, girl, you crazy as hell. You think I'm going to get a lift the NDA. You know what you was getting into when you got into it. Now, just, just appreciate that you was able to leave with some bags, some jewelry, and some stuff like that and get on up out of here. But the women he be picking, man, he need to go hang back with Charles. I mean, he was he was probably, you know, having having sex with some prettier girls than that. Uh-uh. Hanging with Chuck. It's always been his thing. That's just always been his thing. She, she the most that's basic right. looking. Hey, look, she the most, she the most right. basic looking. Hey, no it's all right. butt, it's, no body. It's what it's it's his Tiger, you tr- Tiger, you've tried it your way. I think it's funny though. Come, how come you on home, it. Tiger. Come on you home. You, you know what the, I'm saying? Come on home, Tiger. You described the hockey bag. And like that's your, it's almost like you don't remember the game show when you lost the show but you went home with some parting gifts. Uh huh. <laughs> like that's literally what look, it becomes. Look, yeah, you took some of the silverware. <laughs> like I let you take some of this stuff with you. All right, you I need, I need Tiger. Listen, first of all, if Tiger ever <laughs> want to win a golf match again, he need to do what he was doing when he was when he was winning the matches. Now was smutting it up. Quit trying to be in a, in a stable relationship. Charlie's good, man. Charlie's grown. You good, man? Go ahead and I think go. He understands. And you heard Chris Rock, right? He's trying to get with Doja Cat. Tiger need to go ahead and bang out to- Doja Cat. You know what I'm saying? Because if you got a chick that got as much money as you, then you ain't got to worry about her trying to get your money. She'll try and get it a little bit, but if you tell her, all right, you leave with what you got, I leave with what I got. Go ahead and bang you a Doja Cat. <laughs> that was a pretty good line, actually. He said, what do you what, he goes, what do you think I stayed in shape all this time for? All right. <laughs> that was a great line, though, about stay, how, stay in shape to try and bang if I date a girl, If I date a woman yeah. my age, 45, I take her out, and she's like, oh, can you take me to this... I yeah, want to fix, fix the roof. Right, want to fix the roof and all $500. that stuff. Five hundred dollars. All right, four fifty. That's I what I'm saying. Thirty five on me. <laughs> Tiger need to go to Instagram, man, and get a chick that he can just buy a, a, a Birkin bag, and that's thirty thousand instead of some crazy right. chick trying to. She's just happy for a pair million. of sneakers, a pair of yeah. shoes. She just wants a pair of shoes, and yep. maybe she'll even model them for you. Exactly. <laughs> like Tiger, Tiger messing it up, man. Three seven seven six. Uh, power hours coming up here. Um, Let's take Ralph and Piscataway. What's up, Ralph? What's up, guys? Hey, what up? Real real quick, man. uh, Tell me if I'm hearing things. If you play back the Sauce's video, Mm -hmm. you could kind of hear Garrett saying the word precise. And I can't help but think, but shot throwing dots. And he changed gear after that, too. And he's like, "Uh, mm, yeah, precision when it comes to A-Rodge. And I thought, you know. No, a, I, don't, I don't think that's a shot. At, I don't think it's a shot at Zach. Like he talked about, I do. You know how the ball came out with Flacco's hands. The ball came out on time. You know, it's just what it is, man. He listen. He's a he's a guy that has high expectations of himself. He was able to win Offensive Rookie of the Year with you know a quarterback that really didn't understand the timing and rhythm and him coming out of his breaks. And now you get to potentially get dimes from one of the best facilitators of the football of all time. You talk about that nonverbal communication that Aaron Rodgers used to have with Devontae Adams where everybody else thought it was one play, but because Aaron Rodgers saw something and he communicated to Devontae Smith, they were able to do some things. So, no, nah, man, ab- absolutely not, man. I-, I think that, you know what I mean, I think that this is an opportunity – for him to to try and achieve and play at a, the highest of levels because he's playing with a Jedi, you know. So I think that's really what it's all about. More Jet news as well. We 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 I kind of anticipated this one. Um, James Robinson, who they got in the trade from Jacksonville, you know, they're yeah. going to allow him to test free agency. Which, yep. like I said before, I've been talking about Kareem Hunt the entire time. I know they were in the running for Kareem Hunt. 
I think that would be an outstanding pickup while Brees Hall is able to um, kind of get his knee back healthy and be on a pitch count. A guy like Kareem Hunt can do it all, and he has a lot of tread left on his tires when you consider that he's been splitting time with Nick Chubb for the last five years, and he was at one point one of the best running backs in the league, had a mistake off the field, cost him the opportunity to play football, and he's still relatively young with a lot to offer to the game. Love that. Okay, so more more Jets news going on here today. Now, Bart, we got calls at 800-919-3776. We did get a, a tweet from a Giants fan who said that he does not want Odell Beckham Jr. back. See, so I want to post a question. One. No, no, but, but, but before we go, and we're going to do all this stuff in the power hour. That's coming up just momentarily. Let me set this up, though, because I want to use this tweet as a way to jump into the power hour, the last hour of the show for the week. And this comes... Let's see. This comes from – man, it just jumped off my – see how it scrolls and it just disappears. It's all good. No, it's not all good because this uh, – here it is. So this is from Moses, and he tweeted not, – not not the actual – The Moses? Moses. No, I'm about to say you about had a 10 crack commandments? No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is from Moses on Twitter, Davila Moses. He okay. said, the New York Giants – now, I'm going to leave it right here. I'm going to leave it right here because I do think this is going to spark conversation. He says the New York Giants will win another Super Bowl before the Jets, comma, even with A.A. Rod. Say nothing. Let it sit. Let it marinate. Mm. It stings. It burns. The tweet is, it burns. The Giants will win another Super Bowl before the Jets, even with – Aaron Rodgers. So how about we have that discussion with you, Jets and Giants fans? Who's going to win the next one? Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.